0: Hello everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Summit Church and I'm back with my wife today and we're talking about we're having marriage problems but we're really not but we titled it that the series that uh, because a lot of couples are having marriage problems and our goal is to perhaps catch someone's attention that you know, a couple that's having trouble and would listen to this series that we're doing and it would, would help their marriage. Plus, mm-hmm. as I said last week jokingly, there's people that know us that will see that and tune in just to, just to see if we What's really are having marriage problems. And it's, it's like that picture that we have, uh, that goes along with, uh, with this series. I think you're, uh, hitting me over the head with a frying pan. <laughs> now, you wouldn't really do that, would you? No. But you probably wanted to do that a <laughs> <laughs> because I do have some quirks and for every one quirk I have, I know for yeah, for every one quirk you have, I've got 10 or more that are far more savage and terrifying. But uh but anyway, uh last week we started this series and we're looking at marriage A to Z. And, and, you know, everybody, every couple has marriage difficulties mm-hmm. somewhere along the way. Every couple's gonna have that, unless there's one exception here or there somewhere. And you're gonna have those, it's just a matter of working through them, those problems that will make your marriage successful. Yes. And we've been married, married 34 years mm-hmm. now. And, uh, as we said last week, it bears repetition. you know I think that's a pretty good long time, and we've worked through uh, uh, issues and difficulties and weathered storms right and uh, and anyway, so what we're doing is we're calling this marriage a to z, and we're taking different letters of the alphabet well, a through z, we may not get all the letters, but we're we're as you saw last week we're you know, taking A, I think we did A and B, or we did A last week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like one of them was argue. And we said, you know, yeah, all couples argue at one point or another. I haven't seen a couple that, that haven't yet. And the key is to, uh, learn how to argue. And we talked about all that last week. And, uh, most of our, our I'd say all of our arguments always in the end, it ended well. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. <laughs> we're we're, still, Are we're still, here? still here. Like the one uh, lady said one time, she, what'd she say? She uh, never, she never killed her husband, but she thought about it a few times. But I think the worst that ever happened with us is I had pushed you to the extreme two times. Two times over all these years, I pushed you uh, to the extreme. It was all my fault, but the one time, uh, I, I got a, uh, you had a, uh, a, a styrofoam cup of ice, and there was water in it, and, and, and I had pushed you too far, I'm sorry, but you turned around and threw that at me, and thank goodness I ducked and it missed, hit the wall, but the, the one that was better than that is we were at the breakfast table, and, uh, and I had it coming. I was like, you know, it's like Johnny Cash when he sings that song of Folsom Prison and he's in, in jail and he says, I, I know I had it coming. And I knew I had it coming and I pushed you too far and I was arguing not the right way and I was saying things I shouldn't have been saying and pushing pushed you too far. And we were sitting at the breakfast table and you had just finished your grapefruit, your half a <laughs> grapefruit. And, and and next thing I know, that puppy was coming at me, <laughs> and I ducked a, I'm duck. I'm good ducker. And that, that thing
1: said, "We don't advocate throwing things."
0: No, at no, no. But that <laughs> thing hit the wall. <laughs> it was minute Hit the wall, and then it kind of, you know. But I had it coming. But it was all my fault. And and you normally don't act that way hardly. Well, you don't work that act that way <laughs> I say hardly ever. You're very mild mannered. But I had it coming. But you know, it just. People do, people, have, you know, people are people, <laughs> the couples are couples, yep. but we do not advocate throwing things or, or any physical violence or verbal abuse. But we've had our issues, and those were the two: uh, no, no frying pans. No, but I have gotten the the styrofoam cup of ice and the grapefruit. But I had it. it He's all never thrown fault. anything at me. No, I've never, <laughs> I I've never have. And uh, but three it,
1: points for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've I've said things to you that I shouldn't have said, but uh, but and that can be just as hurtful. But mm-hmm. but we've made it 34 years. Yes. I'll look at it uh, forward to the next thirty four absolutely How about you? absolutely anyway so um so if you're having marriage problems out there, we trust that this will will help you if you missed the first session, go back into our archives you can can uh Get that for free. It's, it's available for you. And so let's pick up with part two of marriage A to Z. We did the A's last week. Now it's not a comprehensive list where, you know, you can always think of where, a words. A zillion things. You know, but you we're doing the, of. we're doing the best we can. You know, when you finish one of these, you think, oh, I should use that word, yep, but absolutely. we're doing the best we can. So let's pick up with the B's.
1: Yes. Well, we've kind of mentioned this before, but the first thing in the B's is biblical. You want your marriage to be biblical. And um, that is a really important thing. Uh, we need to believe in God. We need to have faith in God and trust in God. We need to believe in the Word of God. And uh, it, the Word of God will give you so much insight and so much help. And the Holy Spirit will give you so much help in making your marriage uh, uh, wonderful and beautiful. You also need to believe believe in your spouse. You need to believe in them. You need to believe in their Uh, abilities their talents their uh their just all the goodness you need to believe in your spouse
0: yeah look for their good points
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: uh, accentuate the positive eliminate Eliminate the negative negative. and don't mess with mr in between that's right you know and uh, sing it (laughs) no (laughs) you don't hear me sing but you can sing beautifully but i can't but but you know look for the good Mm -hmm. the bible says believe the best yes of, of people and, and that's so, another B. Yeah, believe the best. The best <laughs> right. What what was the letter? Well, biblical and and best, but believe. Yeah, I like that B. Believe the best. Look for the good things mm-hmm. in your spouse. Yes. Because everybody has some good things about them. Right. And look for the good. I, I guess there's an exception out there. People that don't, but most everybody mm-hmm. has some good things. And so so you know, look for the good things yes. and accentuate them. Yes. And, uh, and, and, you know, I think human nature, you know, we have that picture that goes along with, with our series where you're, you know, jokingly hitting me over the head as we've said with that, uh, frying pan. But people do that. They pick on the negatives mm-hmm. that others have and they just, they just beat, like taking a frying pan, just beat people for the, their negatives.
1: And in your mind, you can, you can, you know, think so much about the negative about your spouse that the positives about them are, are like behind a curtain or veiled or clouded over. You, you, uh, become so aware of their negatives that you can no longer see any positives. And that's not a good thing because the positives are there. They
0: are there. You just, you know, sometimes you have to look harder for them, but find them and accentuate them. And, and that will bring the best out of a person, because, you know, if if you're beating somebody for their negatives all the time, it's like a, a dog comes to the door and you just every time a stray dog comes up, you just beat them. You, mm-hmm. you kick them and beat them. They're not going to want to be around. Right. You can't blame them. So if you're beating somebody all the time and down on them, down on them, down on them, you're you're going to drive that person away, mm-hmm. and the, and the, and the marriage will become more and more distant. But if you just if you can only find one thing right and uh, uh, positive about your spouse, then then you know uh, uh, accolade them for that. Yes. And I tell you what, you start get accolade, there's something about accolade that people like, mm-hmm. and you just start accolading, and you 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 might take somebody that has bunch of negative characteristics Mm -hmm. you find that one good thing and you you accentuate it it can bring other good things out that's in them that you didn't even know was there and it can make them you know realize well you know i've got some negatives here i need to work on remember you can't change your spouse yes you can't do it i've watched, watched so many people over so many years, you just ultimately, you try and try and try, but you're never going to be able to change them. You can only change yourself. Yes. And if you change yourself, that's the best chance you have of changing your spouse. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've seen that. We've yes. lived that out. We, we, we've watched it in so many couples right. over so many years. So anyway. And, uh, uh,
1: one thing that we need to say, or is good to say right now, is is another B. Is boundaries, and we're going to talk about that later. Um, you know, we're talking about all these wonderful things from A to Z, but there are people that are in very, uh, very uh, uh, detrimental and abusive relationships, and the things that we're saying we don't want you to continue uh, to take beatings or or things like that. And we'll talk about that. I think we have it under L's for limits. You have to have limits in your relationship. But just, just uh, be aware as we're talking, there are some relationships that you definitely have to set boundaries uh, to protect yourself. And, and the best example I can give of that is, is some type of abuse.
0: Oh yeah. And, and, uh, if a woman is being, being beaten or, uh, are, are verbally abused to the point of, you know, uh, are, are either spouse. Mm-hmm. How you know because it works both ways, I you know, you can't stay in that. Right. And all these A to Z Z
1: is probably not going to help your marriage if someone is in that kind of a marriage. Right,
0: right. And and I've watched I remember I preached a message one time on on forgiveness Mm -hmm. and uh the lady came up to me afterwards, she was visiting and she I didn't have any idea, but she was visiting that day. She was in a, a very abusive relationship with her husband. Her husband had been beating her and she came up and said, you know, you know, very abusive to her and she said, am I, she said, do I have to forgive him? And if I forgive him, am I condoning everything that, that he's doing? And I said, well look, I said, you have to forgive him. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible teaches. But forgiving him does not condone. Right. The wrongdoing that he's doing, and I would get away from that right and and I would get away from that absolutely positively mm-hmm. get away from that i don't know what she ultimately did, but i said i wouldn't i wouldn't take that right. and, and I would get away from him and uh and so, as we kind of joke about throwing grapefruits and this and <laughs> that, it, it all did happen, but we it, it, you know it's not like there are people out there that are really being beaten and 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 and, and hurt. Verbally, physically, and and I don't think any woman or any husband or any uh, a spouse ought to, to to live in that. Correct. You, you need to get a, away from
1: that. And just so you know, again, we're going to talk about that in a few weeks, or, right. or whenever we get to to the L's. And we're also going to discuss, you know, like addiction. You know, what to do in a marriage where there's addiction or unfaithfulness and, yeah. and different things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you you don't want we don't want to let anyone think that they ought to maintain. Uh, in a state of a relationship that is abusive, sometimes you have to love somebody from a distance. Mm-hmm. That's better than hating them up close, but you, right. ha- you have to get, you have to get away from them. And while, you know, and, and I, you know, it's, it, it's a sad thing to say, but again, uh, uh, when I first started out in the ministry, I don't think I would have said this, but after all these years, I think, you know, 30 some odd years plus beyond that, it's a good long time. You know, there are some, uh, sad to say, I say it with tears in my eyes, but some, some marriages just, just aren't gonna work. Right. And, and it's sad to say, and, 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 and I could teach for hours on divorce and what the Bible says about it, and we, we don't recommend people get divorced. Sometimes that's, that's where, it, where, where it ends up. Sad, right. sad to say. But, we're teaching this, marriage A to Z, to, to try and help you mm-hmm. not wind up in the divorce court because right. i think half of the marriages even among christians wind up in divorce that's and, right. and that's not right and that's right. if people would just take the word of god and as we said right. last week not just hear it but do it in mm-hmm. just some common sense you can go a long way down the road and, and and even the worst of marriages can be fixed that's right okay so let's continue on the let's...
1: next word is balanced mm. <laughs> balanced uh, this is a key issue in marriages. It's very, very important to be balanced. Um, you know, almost always the husband and wife will have uh, opposite personalities. Mm. Uh, successful relationships, successful marriages uh, happen when you learn to balance these traits, these opposites in your marriage. And some examples, you know, almost always in a marriage, you'll, you'll have a person that's a spender and the saver. You'll have a go-getter, you know, type A type personality, and you'll have <clears throat> the other spouse be more laid back. One that's outgoing, one that's reserved. One that's talkative, one that's quiet. One that's clean, one that's messy. One that is easy on the kids and one that's hard on the kids. I mean, we could make a list, a long, long list. <clears throat> Let's see, when you're dating a lot of times, those opposites attract you to each other because, uh, that other person will complete you. That things that you are strong in, they're weak in, they're weak in, you're strong in, you know, and the opposite, I think I said that twice, but, but if you meld those together, you'll make a really, really strong team. And you have to look at it that way, that, that their strengths are my weaknesses and, and I keep messing that up, but the opposites. Mm-hmm. And we need to learn that that uh putting those things together and coming together in the middle will will make the most balanced and most healthy person in a relationship.
0: And this happens all the time, all the time. And it happens and people don't even know it's mm-hmm. happening. Is uh you know a a, a a man and a woman, they both do it when they're mm-hmm. looking for a spouse, um, you know and they don't realize it because a lot of times a man will say, "Boy, I really want a beautiful wife mm-hmm. and they, who does it. And I got one. Glory to God. But, uh, and the wife will say, you know, I want a, a, a handsome, uh, a husband and so on and so forth. But and we understand that, but there's things going on there that most people don't realize. And what you're really looking for is you're looking for someone to complete you. Mm-hmm. So everyone has strengths. Everyone has weaknesses, and what you're and if this happens and you don't even realize it, you're looking for a person that's that that is strong in areas where you are weak. Mm-hmm. And again and again we watch this, and then they and they you, you find that person, they get married, everything's wonderful, and they're now complete because his strengths, her weaknesses, and vice versa. Now they're complete. Mm-hmm. And and then the, the honeymoon, thank God for the honeymoon, but the honeymoon. What does it do? It wears, wears off. off. It uh, I don't care what anybody tells you. They'll say, Well, we've been living on a honeymoon for 34 years. The honeymoon wears off. wears off. It just does. And then you have to live with that person. And what happens is, is the very things about that person that drew you to them, mm-hmm. their weak their, their their strengths, your weaknesses, and so forth, you know, the, the person that had those strengths, you know, and you were weakened and now you've been married honeymoon is worn off and the very things that, that drew you to that person now aggravate the living daylights out of you mm-hmm. even to the point you can't even stand it right and what i've told so many couples over the years you and i have, we've told them this use those strengths and weaknesses to your advantage right but but so many couples don't do that mm-hmm. they start the, the, the weaknesses in their spouse, like we've been saying, they start tearing their, they start tearing them down mm-hmm. and, and so forth. And, and so they should realize, hey, where I'm weak, she's strong and vice versa. And let's work together and, and where she's strong, I need that. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to, you know, I'm not going to let that strengthen her. You know, I'm not going to beat on that. I don't mean physically, but I'm not going to attack that. Let's use it to our advantage. Mm-hmm. But so many couples don't do that. And when that honeymoon wears off, It's just the very thing that drew them together in the first place is the very thing or things that drive them apart. Correct. And haven't we seen that a lot? Yes.
1: An example of this, I talked about clean and messy. You know, one person might be a neat freak and the other person is, you know, messy. Well, the neat freak probably needs the messy person to uh, calm them down and relax a little bit and take a deep breath and not be cleaning all the time. And the messy person needs to be more like the clean person, you know, to straighten up after after themselves or you know, pitch in and, and clean something. Yeah. You know, that's an example of, of joining together and and uh getting a benefit from each other's personalities.
0: Yes, and you and I are there a perfect example of this is with you and me, is this this area of uh being a go-getter. Mm-hmm. And being more laid back. And you are one of the, uh, biggest go-getters I've ever seen. I mean, you know, uh, you get, you would get up early in the morning and, you know, clean the house, dust, uh, you know, and that's before breakfast and then we have breakfast and then do the dishes and then, and I do those most of the time. But anyway, you, you know, and then, and then, uh, uh then we got to work out in the yard. And I mean, and I could list, you know, boom, boom, boom. You're just spinning, spinning, spinning. And I don't mean it bad. It's just who you are. And, and, you know, you know, and we're going to shingle the roof. We're going to paint the house. <laughs> the one time I remember when we first got married, uh, we woke up in the morning and it was about five o'clock and, <laughs> And I'm not joking, and 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 you said it's time to get up. I said what? It's five o'clock. Time to get up. I said it's you know Saturday with time to get up. And and long story short, you you put your cold feet on me and rolled me out of the bed and said, "Go out, paint the house." You know you weren't joking, but later you well, came and It's gonna and be helped. hot later. I know that, but but it's what I'm
1: hot. I'm gonna turn the fan
0: on? Oh, uh-huh. uh, you're gonna turn the fan on. You're gonna turn the fan on right in the middle of our. Right in the middle of our teaching? Okay, you could do that, you could do that. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was getting hot. You're
1: telling okay, right. stories on me I was you're getting hot. You get hot.
0: Is it okay? Of course. Okay. But you're but you're you are a, a go-getter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm not not a go-getter. I'm just not as much as you. Mm-hmm. Not even close. And so there's so much good to be said about that in you. So mm-hmm. much good. But I'm not that way. I I needed somebody to slow me down. I've, I've (laughs) accomplished, you know, a good number of things and, and I'm not the, I'm not lazy. I, but, but, but here's what happened, happens. See, we were very opposite in that area. Mm -hmm. You're a go-getter, right? I'm, I'm a go-getter, but just not like you. Mm -hmm. But what happens is that that kind of attracted us and I needed that in you because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have gotten very far in life. You know, I would have become a school teacher. And I, but as far as ministry and things beyond that, we'd have never done because you're a go-getter. But what happened is, is, is those opposites drew us together. And then what happens is, is because you're such a go-getter and I'm laid back, you know, you can look at me. This is going to help people right here. You, know, you better listen. You can look at me and see lazy. I can look at you and see a slave driver. Okay? And, and that's what happened actually for a while in our marriage is, is, you know, you, you would look at me, or earlier on, you would look at me and see, you know, lazy. And I'm not lazy, it's just, you're such a go-getter, that's how it, it, it came across to you. And, and, and I would look at you and think, man, she's just driving me, driving me, driving me. But, but, it wasn't that I was looking at you from my perspective, mm-hmm. but we had to learn that, you know, you're a go-getter. I'm more laid back. You needed me to, mm-hmm. to slow you down.
1: Absolutely. And I
0: needed you to speed me up. Absolutely.
1: And that's how it's supposed to work.
0: And it, But that didn't happen overnight.
1: Right. And it can, it can be a great cause of friction and irritation oh unless gosh. you have the insight to look at it way God wants you that, that you need each other for balance and we and we fought we fought battles
0: over that mm-hmm. you know I don't mean physical battles but we fought battles over that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, but but I think we finally got it to the point we realized that I need you to speed me up and you need me to slow you down.
1: There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. And
0: if you haven't guessed by now, if you've been around us any length of time, I'm more of a talker.
1: Yes. And you're more of a listener. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's just, you know, and that's it, something else we have to balance. That's something that's else we have to Terry will say, Diane, please talk.
0: Oh, talk. You go for a walk. You go for a walk. And, and you know, and he th- can talk
1: for 30 minutes straight without taking a breath, hardly. And I can not say anything for 30 minutes straight. Mm. And that's that's our personalities, but we have to... Uh, on purpose, come to the middle.
0: I've had to learn to talk less, mm-hmm. and you had to learn to talk more.
1: Mm-hmm. And we balance each
0: other out. And, and and we could go on and on with mm-hmm. this, but I think you get the point. So mm-hmm. so don't let the difference, the things that drew you to your spouse to start with, don't let those things drive you away now. Right. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Okay, let's go on here and, and Let's continue. go to C,
1: Concern. Um, this is really, really good. Uh, it's important for your spouse to know that you're concerned about them. Mm -hmm. Like when you get home from work, how was your day? How are you feeling? You know, what's been going on? What are you thinking? Um, I know that my husband, Terry is very concerned about me and I'm not talking about worry. I'm talking about just healthy concern. You know, is, is everything going okay? You know, do you have any problems? You know, just that concern getting to really know you on the inside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's yeah. really important.
0: Mm-hmm. Why don't you keep going with it? Okay,
1: uh, then I'm going to go to compassionate. We need to have compassion for our spouses. Um, when they're down, depressed, uh, feeling bad, they need to be able to feel compassion from us, empathy from us. It is uh, it is such a good feeling to know that your your spouse is compassionate. And some people aren't born with, born with that um, they don't really understand it very well but it's a, it's a real, really good trait to develop to have compassion on your spouse like if they if they you know stub their toe do you just say well just get over it or put some ice on it are you going to be attentive and concerned about them and and you know different things like that
0: well I have seen a lot of situations were you going to say something Mm-mm. I have seen a lot of situations where the one spouse had no compassion mm-hmm. for the other mm-hmm. and and i mean none mm-hmm. and uh i mean there was no compassion at all and uh the the marriage is just i don't think they can last unless the 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 husband and wife are going to have compassion right on one another and
1: uh and we have to understand that every single person goes through rough times individually yeah. whether it's uh stress or anxiety or problems, you know, at work or problems with their health and um, if their spouse is in compassion toward them it can leave a, a person with a really lonely feeling and isolated
0: feeling yes and i've been in the office talking to couples and, <clears throat> and there was no compassion coming out of her for him or vice versa and that's a that's a low place to be yeah when when a person refuses to show compassion now sometimes you know the the, the spouse had been so abusive i don't mean physically but in mm-hmm. in just being slovenly in their relationship that I can see where a woman or a man would lose compassion. Yes. But, 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 you know, I think we have to, if we want our marriage to work and last, we're going to have to be compassionate and be willing to show compassion. Hey, there's another C here I don't want to overlook. It's compromise. Mm -hmm. And hey, hey, if you're going to have a successful marriage, you are going to have to compromise mm-hmm. with your spouse absolutely right. that doesn't mean compromise the word of god and the right. principles of the word of god but you're going to have to compromise right. you know and there's things and we talked about this a little bit last week but it bears repetition and anything we repeat it is really important, really important but you know there's things that you do with me that you don't want to do mm-hmm. but 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 you do Right. And vice versa, and that's compromise. Mm-hmm. And there's decisions we've had to make over the years, and I, you know, and it, 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 you know, the, we had to compromise mm-hmm. and and come mm-hmm. to a middle ground. Right. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. I've seen some men say, "Well, I'm the head of the household, and she's going to do it my way," and, and they wind up in divorce court. You know, and I've seen women where they've had the same attitude and wind up in divorce court. But there needs to be healthy compromise. Mm-hmm. And, and finding of a middle ground, because when couples refuse to compromise, it, you know it's going to be a miserable marriage, and it likely will wind up in the divorce court. Yes. Let's say you
1: absolutely. <clears throat> um, when we compromise with our spouse, it shows that we're able to to meet them halfway um, in making decisions that we're trying to see the other person's point of view. And there's there's a zillion things that that this can pertain to just say maybe uh maybe you're uh moving into a a new house and uh your husband likes uh like ultra modern design and you like farmhouse design or something well you know and you both feel very strongly about it well to have your marriage last and be happy you're going to have to compromise Mm -hmm. take take elements of each design you know and integrate it in the house or things like that or vacations you know one person wants to always stay at home which is my husband <laughs> and you know i'd like to get in a plane and fly to timbuktu yeah. and so what Reg- we have regularly to, <laughs> what we have to do is we have to compromise and and understand each other's feelings and and meet in the middle of the road
0: absolutely and you know for me not ever wanting to leave cutting <laughs>
1: you've gone a lot of places
0: you've gone a whole lot of places, yes. and you want me to start them? i'm, I'm <laughs> not going to do that here, but you've been to a lot of cool mm-hmm. places, so we but we've found compromise. compromise so we we don't go as much as you would like, but we go, go more, more than, than you would I like. would like, and we've been to some nice places yes. and so and I can see I need to do more of that you mm-hmm. know and uh, of going on vacation I just like to <laughs> I like where I live and yep. Anyway, but uh, but you're going to have to compromise in whatever area right. it is. right. Or if you're
1: buying a car and one person wants to spend fifty thousand and the other thinks it's appropriate to spend thirty thousand, yeah. find a car for forty thousand. Right. Come, come to the middle of the road and yeah. and if you can do that, it'll show the other person that you're willing to work with them.
0: Right. And we're not talking about compromising the principles of the Word of God. Right. You know. Uh, you know, like if he wants to watch R-rated movies. And and you don't mm-hmm. the woman does it and the man does or vice versa I'm not saying we compromise on that right on on sin right but but like that's a good example of a car mm-hmm. he he might want a fifty thousand dollar car and she might say with well, thirty thousand well try to come to somewhere in the middle that's that's an example right, right? just coming to the middle of the road on things mm-hmm. you know Uh and and uh, uh and that
1: that's a lot harder than than. You know, just logically, you think, well, just come in the middle. Right. But what's really hard about that is a person wants their own way.
0: They do. And and by the way, speaking of 30000 and 50000 we need to put that under M and money. we yeah. talk about that later. We, Ooh, a big one. We could have put that under B for budget, but, mm-hmm. but we'll put that under M for, for money, money. Because that's... We had
1: plenty of Bs.
0: Yeah, I had enough <laughs> Bs. So we're looking for some M's. So M for money. But I tell you what. Money, and we'll talk about it later. Money is a big, big, big reason issue. that people get divorced because they can't come to terms with how to spend the money. Right. Money, money, and so it's a it's a big it's reason a big that people get divorced, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it it's far bigger than. than by far not even close to sexual issues right there's money we'll talk about that under M's but let's conclude here last week did you want to say something real quickly about covenant covenant
1: a marriage is a covenant that you commit to each other and what a covenant means is that everything that I have becomes yours and everything that the spouse's has becomes you know I'm not saying that right (laughs) I like it the
0: other way everything that's that's yours is mine (laughs) everything that's mine (laughs) Mine is is mine. mine but you know I joke about that, but a lot of people, couples, think that. Right. But what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine, and that's a a covenant. It's a complete
1: and total intermingling, and you're you're, uh, you're sworn basically to death to you part. It's it's a a covenant. It's an agreement, a relationship, and it's something that should never be broken.
0: And people don't understand covenant, (laughs) at least here in the United States. Right. And the way the society has gone over the last couple of decades that a person's word is no longer really their bond and they don't understand covenant. But when that that marriage is a covenant and when you get married, it's, I mean, everything that that is yours becomes mine. Everything that's mine becomes yours. You know how, it's more under budgeting or money, but you know how many couples out there that, that we've dealt with that she's got her things, he's got his things, it's his money, it's her money. And they're separate. And that's not how a covenant operates. No. And I've never seen one of those marriages yet be all that they can be for the Lord. Right. It has to be a melding of everything, spirit, soul, and body. We become one. And and uh, and it's a covenant. And it's till death do us part. Yes, And, and that's serious. Mm-hmm. That is serious stuff. But people don't understand covenant. And they certainly don't in in, in, in marriages and, and half of the Christians that get married get divorced. And I think they don't understand how what how serious a covenant is. The Bible is a covenant. Old right. covenant, new covenant. Marriage is a covenant. When we get born again, that's a covenant. Yes. And with with God and through Jesus. And I tell you what uh, we need to understand marriage is it's not well we're gonna well we're gonna get married if it don't work we'll get a divorce no it's a covenant life mm-hmm. long till death do us part yes see now that balances out what i said about divorce earlier mm-hmm. in this session see mm-hmm. you need to understand covenant but be that it's a commitment and uh anyway let's conclude now with this last c word here and this is what day. we talked
1: about last week this is what we
0: yeah, this is what we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. That I said of all of the words we're going to cover in my opinion, this is the most important one that 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 will depend on whether or not your marriage is going to make it be good is communication. Yes. Communication and I tell you what Every single couple that has come into my office over the years that we've talked to that wound up in bad marriage problems or even in divorce. Before I went into ministry, I thought when marriage uh, when people would come in with marriage problems, I thought they were going to come in and say they were having pr- problems in in the sexual arena, but but that hasn't been it. It it was with communication. They stopped communicating with each other and the communication lines went down and when the communication lines go down then the next thing you know it leads to to just a bad bad relationship in in the home the marriage and you're headed for divorce court Mm -hmm. communication it's so important
1: yes uh let's see it where are we at right here (laughs) Okay, we have to learn to listen to our spouse. Part of communication, one of the biggest parts of communication is listening. Our spouse needs to know and feel that they've been heard when they talk to you.
0: Yes, That's absolutely. Really Why don't you keep going with them? Um,
1: and then we have to learn to speak in a way that is uh, loving and respectful. You know, uh, uh, it's important to choose your words wisely. Yes. Um, An example of that is, you know, are you going to take out the trash? Why don't you take out the trash? Do you know that the trash is full? You never take out the trash on time. Or you could say, honey, would you please take out the trash? It's getting full. I appreciate so much when you take out the trash. It means so much to me. Now, one is a a way that is not going to do anything except make the other person uh, put up barriers, be upset, be you know aggravated. The other is a very motivational way to say something to someone, and we have to learn to choose our words and choose the way that we say things.
0: You know the way you were talking there uh, about you know take out the trash. You've never done that to me. Well, I, I, no, I haven't always been perfect. No, you <laughs> never have. And and I had a, uh, I had a, a relative years ago after we'd been married for you know probably twenty five years. Give or take, he, he came up to me and he said, Terry, this is what he said. I'm not going to say it just the way that he said it, but, but he said, Terry, have you ever had your wife get on your back and just chew and chew and chew? And then when there's nothing left to chew, she chews some more. And, and, and I answered that quick. I said, no. Nope. I, I don't know what it, I don't know what it's like to have a a naggy uh uh disrespectful get on my back and chew wife i don't i don't know what that's like and and it's a blessing because a lot of men i've watched a lot of men get talked to by their wives like their dogs yeah in
1: a very demeaning
0: way and i absolutely and i've seen and i have seen uh men speak to their wives in very disrespectful ways but uh but uh you know it's uh it, it, i I can, can can say that that you have never done that to me right and and, mm-hmm. I, and I appreciate that mm-hmm. I, I thank you for that
1: another thing that's really important in communication is never to call the, your spouse names <coughs> that <laughs> are bad don't or derogatory do it. don't you do can it. call them handsome beautiful smart funny, you know wise, all kinds of wonderful things, but when you start calling them names uh basically what you're doing is you're tearing your own life apart and demeaning yourself because in communication and, and building your spouse up, I've seen this happen where a spouse, my husband has done this to me, builds me up and it, it actually creates in me a better person. And, and, uh, if he spent his days telling me I was stupid, fat, ugly, ignorant, you know, uh, Lazy, dirty, stinky, you know, whatever you can think of. I would become less and less and less of a person. And uh, name calling, derogatory name calling has no place in a marriage. Because if you start that, you're saying, I am destroying my marriage by calling the most important person in my life a bad name. And just make that a rule in your life to not call your spouse a negative name. Now, if you have something that you feel like you need to address, find a more constructive way to address it. Like, um, say uh, a person is bad with with the checkbook, okay, And, and he's excellent with the checkbook. But if they were bad with the checkbook instead of, you idiot, you can't even, you can't even add two numbers together. How'd you get out of basic math? You might say something like, well, you know, I noticed there was some mistakes in the bank statement and the checkbook. Let's work together to see if we can find where the mistakes were, were and, you know, see if we can figure out how to prevent that in the future. That is such a much more constructive way and will have such a better impact on your future marriage than then demeaning person, you know, Absolutely. calling them names.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead. And then
1: also we need to be able to learn to disagree with our spouse instead of being disagreeable. Um, instead of, you know, uh, let me, I'm thinking of a lot of examples here, like, uh, uh, say you're going, you're going out to eat, you know, and your spouse wants to go to pasta house and you want to go get barbecue. You know, I could say, "You know, we don't need to go to pasta house. We went there last week. we went there five times this year. I always love blah 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 blah. instead of saying, you know something i just you know i I disagree with that. I'd really like to do something different this time, and this is why you know just just being an adult, being yeah. wise and 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 you know disagreeing with somebody, there's nothing wrong with that, but the way that you present that.
0: You know what you've done, I've noticed this over the last many years, is that whenever you are disagreeing with something that I'm that I'm doing or, or um, there's something that you want to do that I don't necessarily, I'm not leaning that way, is you will say this, uh, could I make a suggestion?
1: Yes. That's a very good Boy, way. Boy,
0: that is really, and that really, when you started doing that years ago, it just hit me in such a positive, good way. And I'm far more likely to do a suggestion than I am, you know. Well, we're going to go do that, right? And I appreciate that you've done that. But just I that have to si- learn. I
1: have to learn, yeah. you
0: know. Yeah, just that simple <laughs> thing. Uh, rather than saying, you know, we're going to go do this or we're going to go do that, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's. I'd like to make a suggestion. or yeah. Can I make a? It 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 comes across. It's not like you're cowtowing down to me, mm-hmm. asking my permission. Mm-hmm. I don't want you. I don't want you to do that, but but uh but it just like, you the know, way all you, comes comes across.
1: you know, I I I you know, was wondering about this or would you think about this or I had an idea, things like that instead of just just demanding your own way. And
0: you're saying the same thing. Right. It's just using your brain presented differently. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. It's yeah. just presented in a package that is very receivable. Right. And and, that, and I appreciate you doing that.
1: Um it's really important to learn how to deal with not getting your own way. Yeah. And this can be a real stickler because we all want our own way. Yeah. We want to do things the way we want. And we have to, in a marriage, we have to come to grips with, we're not always going to get our own way and we're all going to live. We're yeah. going to make it through it. It's going to be fine. You'll get over it. Right. You can't always have your own way.
0: You just can't. And if you mm-hmm. think you can, you're not going to have a good marriage. Right. And you're not, and frankly, not only are you not going to have a good marriage, you're not going to have any good relationships right. with anybody because you can't always have your own way. The only way you can have your own way is if you just live as a recluse in the house by yourself.
1: Yep. And we've seen that in in many marriage relationships when there's one spouse that has their own way the, all, the, the whole time, the other spouse becomes less and less and less and less of a person. They end up, you know, basically living in the same house but living in a different room and they're just shut out from everything. And and what happens is that person builds up resentment and anger because they're never uh, valued as a person.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's valuing them as a person. So important. Go ahead. And it's
1: really important that when we have conflicts and disagreements, arguments, that we uh, take care of that right then and there. And we don't... Take those conflicts, those arguments, or offenses with us day after day, year after year. Because if you do that, they'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger until they're insurmountable. And and
0: like we said last week, you have to pick your battles. Some little piddly stuff you might never say anything about, but if it's really important to you, you know you you need to you need to talk to your spouse about that. Because I've again, we've seen so many that that they come into the office and he or she has been holding these things. For so long, and never right. said anything right, and now that we're in a big they're in a big problem, mm-hmm. and then you talk with them for a while, and then he or she will say, "Oh, if you would have just told me that five years ago i could have I could have done something about that, right, but they never communicated that right. out and 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 now we've got five years of, of problems you mm-hmm. know and, and pent up <laughs> pent up things that, that is it, causing it trouble, and if he or she would just shared that, you know." five years ago or whatever it was, mm-hmm. it's called communication and, right. and there's a right way to do it. We talked about that in arguing last week. There's a right way to argue in a wrong right. way. And, uh, and, and, and like communication, you just, you need to, you know, a lot of things you just don't need to say anything about, right. but if it's really important to you and it's going to be an issue to you, then you need to get with your spouse and talk about it. Right. And do it in the right way. And that way, you know, if you, but like I said, if you hold that in for a long time, then it can become a real problem. Right.
1: It's really important in communication to use tact. Yes. To uh, we kind of discussed that before. To be, be tactful in in the way you talk to your spouse.
0: Absolutely, tact so important. And uh, speaking of tact, you know, like I said, I've watched so many. So many, mostly, I've seen women just talk to their husbands like they're. Like their dogs, and it's so sad, and, and, and it's what's even worse is he allows it to happen mm-hmm. It's very sad, but but there's just no communication mm-hmm. and it, it, it's very sad um, I, I can think I'll uh, say two more things and then we'll close, but the one the one thing is is, is uh, uh, as far as communication goes, I remember I got a phone call from a fellow that was a church member one time, and he says, "I don't know where my wife and daughters are." And I said, excuse me? He said, I don't know where my wife and daughters are. And I, I, I said, well, what do you mean? And, and he said, I haven't, I, I haven't heard from them in hours. And I've been calling them and I don't know. Well, I would say, well, you know, check with your friends and this and that and call the police. But it was too early on to call the police. It was only a couple hours. And, and so, you know, later in the day, he still hadn't heard from them. And I said, well, you better think about calling the police. And, and then I finally got a call later that evening, and he said, I finally got in touch with them. They, and My wife and two daughters, they went off on vacation, and uh, and they made it to their destination. I just got through to them. And I'm thinking, what? What? What are you talking about? Went on vacation. They went on vacation, and you don't even know about it? But when you get into that situation, the communication lines between that husband and wife had been broken down for so long that she just took her, her children, went on vacation, and he didn't even have a clue where, where they were at. And that's not the only one. One time I, we were having a Super Bowl party over here at our house, and uh, the fella comes up from the lower level, because we have a TV down there also, and he said, where's, where's, where's my wife and daughter? And I said, oh, well, they left, you know, they left half hour ago. And, and he had no idea. See, there's no communication, and when you get to the bottom of that marriage too, it was, it, both of these were not good marriages and, uh, there was no communication between mm-hmm. the two and communication doesn't just break down overnight, right? It's, 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 it takes a lo- slowly happens slowly over time, over years. And, and at the end result, it winds up in marital problems and distant living under the same roof, but you don't, you know, strangers essentially. And it, 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 it's very sad, but I will say this, uh, don't let that happen to you. Communicate with your spouse. And here's something that that I've learned, and then we'll close. It's not always what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it's what your spouse is hearing. That's so true. Now, now, you better, if you're taking notes, you ought to write that one down. It's not what is being said, but it's what is being heard. Now, mm-hmm. we already talked about the way in which you say something can make a big difference. But... Uh, you know, it's it's not what I'm saying to you, or you're saying to me. It's what it's not what I'm saying to you. It's what are you hearing, right. and vice versa. And so, something that we have done, at, you know, and I, I insisted on this early on, is once we're done communicating and stating our side of whatever mm-hmm. it is we're talking about at the time, or arguing about at the time. What do I usually do? I usually will say. Diane, now you tell me what you heard me say. Right. And then I'll do the same back. Because, again, it's not what is being said, but it is what is being heard. And right. hasn't that been a helpful mm-hmm. yes. thing? And, I, and I've already said we're going to not leave this room until we've got this thing resolved. And you've right. heard my position. I've heard your your position. <clears throat> we've come to a compromise on it. And we're willing to... to to, to live with that. Right. Hasn't, I mean, hasn't that been, not to accolade me or anything, but hasn't that been helpful?
1: Yes. And we also always resolve a conflict or an argument before we go to bed at night.
0: And that's what the Bible says. It says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. And mm-hmm. so we do the very best we can. And
1: Sometimes we stayed up pretty late trying
0: to <laughs> <do>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We stayed up pretty late. But we got, well, we, got, we got it done. We got it done. We got it done. So, anyway, so do you have anything else to say? No, I'm good. Thanks for coming back for the second date with me. Oh, First, you're our first date last week and second session. Will you come back on the third date with I me will next do. week? I like
1: that very
0: much. Oh, you like it very much. Good. So let's see. We've done the A's, the B's, and the C's. We'll pick up with the. I like hammering my hand. Down every the, time
1: you hammer this,
0: hand the, the, the camera the, the shakes every time you hit the table. <laughs> so we'll pick up with the D's next week, and, and we'll move through we'll the move letters a little faster, from, faster now. from now on. But uh, but anyway, communication it's a big it's a big thing. So it's, hey, it's, we hope you've enjoyed this today. Hopefully that if your marriage is struggling, put these things into practice. Not just listening to them, but you got to put them into practice. And I tell you what, it'll bear good fruit in your life and you don't have to wind up in, you don't have to live in a marriage that's miserable. That's you right. don't have to wind up in divorce, but both the husband and the wife. It takes two. It takes two. It takes, it. look, I want to say something right now. It's not all his fault and it's mm-hmm. not all her fault. Now, there might be an exception here and there, but for the most part, it's not all him. It's not all her. What is the truth is somewhere in the middle. Right. And, and, but if you, but it's not what you hear, it's what you do. Right. And you can make the marriage good again and, and it doesn't have to wind up miserable and in divorce. Okay. So, Hey, I never like to end here without giving you a chance to receive Jesus. So if you're out there, you don't know Jesus as your savior. There's a heaven to gain. There's a hell to shun The only way to miss hell and make heaven is to repent of your sins and receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior. So do that you'll miss hell one day when you die that's a good deal you get to go to heaven that's an even better deal and and Jesus will make your life and your marriage worth worthwhile in the meantime so Amen. god bless you and by the way you sure are pretty
1: thank you right. you're handsome
0: okay we'll see you next time god bless you and bye bye